sports story everyone's talking about today is just moments away. So call or text us right now at 573-875-KTGR and make your voice heard. This is The Big Show with Andy and Brendan on KTGR. Second hour of the program. Thanks for tuning in to The Big Show on ESPN 100.5 and 105.1 KTGR, your total sports station in mid-Missouri. Thanks for tuning in online at KTGR.com. And on the KTGR app, it's Andy Brendan and producer Chris. It didn't happen last night for Mizzou men's basketball. Still no conference wins. Will it finally happen this Saturday against by the numbers, a worse team, the Vanderbilt Commodores. You do have to visit them, so that makes it a little tougher. But can it happen? And can Mizzou avoid a winless conference season? We'll get to that in a few minutes. We'll get to our Big Show Super Bowl party menu draft. Brendan, Chris, and I will all try and draft the best foods for the ultimate Super Bowl party menu. That'll be coming up at 525-875-5847. You can call or text us with any suggestions that you might have. But first, it's 5 o'clock. It's time for the Top 5 at 5 on the Big Show. Number 1. You want to trade away for curtain number 1? You can have curtain 1. Well, despite being favored at Mizzou Arena last night by six points, the Missouri men's basketball team did not get its first conference win of the season. They fell to Arkansas 91-84 in a game that honestly was not nearly as close as that score indicated. Even Dennis Gates said after the game that it was on him for the team coming out as flat as it did. This was a really disappointing one. And I know that we've known for some time this Mizzou season wasn't going to be a productive season, but the the lows just keep getting lower. Does it get even lower at Vanderbilt on Saturday? Both teams winless in conference play. We'll talk about whether Mizzou can get their win in just a few minutes. Number two. Number two. Your timing is impeccable. Dan Quinn is the next head coach of the NFL's Washington Commanders. If you ask my opinion, I feel like he's Ron Rivera 2.0. I don't think they nailed this hire. I think they needed to go boldly in a new direction, especially for a franchise that's still behind Dallas and Philadelphia in their own division. I I don't know that a retread head coach is going to be the answer. Dan Quinn's going to get his chance with the Commanders. I think maybe the, the biggest thing is do they have their quarterback? That's always the question we ask. But I'm predicting that three or four years down the road, they're going to be looking for another coach after firing Dan Quinn. Number three. There's Troy for three. Yes! Former Alabama baseball coach Brad Bahannon gets a 15-year show cause. Basically, his coaching career is done in the NCAA. Honestly, that's less than I would have anticipated, though, given the details revealed. Remember, he was texting an associate who was at a sports book that he wasn't going to use his starting pitcher that day. He was scratched, but he wasn't going to announce it to the other team until he hurried up and made his sports bet. The guy tried to bet 100000 The sports book got suspicious. Why? Because he was telling them things like, this is for sure going to win and quote, if only you guys knew what I knew. Um, this man may be the dumbest man in sports betting history. Number four. four. Oh, I shanked it. 76ers were fined $75,000 after Joel Embiid went from not being on the injury report to out with left knee soreness for a nationally televised game last weekend against the Nuggets in Denver. Embiid has now missed several games, which throws a wrench into my take that it was all only because he wanted to duck Nikola Jokic on national TV. But also, maybe he's just trying to sell it. Um, It is going to cost him potentially MVP eligibility, though, if he doesn't play enough games. Number five. What is the five fingers? Say to the face! Stop! 
Jeff Hafley would rather try and let Jordan Love carry him to a Lombardi trophy as he runs that Green Bay defense. And I honestly can't blame him over the Boston College That's job. That's the Big Show's Top 5 at 5 on KTGR. 875-KTGR, if you want to call or text us here. You think Boston College, uh, I mean, what conference do you think they'll be in in five years? Big East 2. I don't know We're what they'll the call it yet. Yeah, it, it might be a new name. It'll it'll feature a lot of those mid-pack ACC teams, um, and somehow Temple will also be in the conference. I don't know how that works, but they'll be there. Oh, they'll be there. If they can put SMU yeah. in, they'll put Temple in. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, but like I, I don't know what's going to happen with the – I don't know what's going to happen. I think five years, is that quick enough of a timeline to get Clemson and Florida State to their final destination? Probably not, um, but I, I mean – Miami, it, it Miami might have to be. go. Duke and North Carolina might go. Uh, because again, I think the future is disgustingly large twenty to twenty four team conferences, and there's only going to be like a, a maybe two, maybe three, um, depending on the the Big Twelve has done a nice job of absorbing some Pac twelve teams. So like that's maybe the future, but I don't know if it happens as early as five years. But like if you're Jeff Halfley, I looked it up. They they went to the Wasabi Fenway Bowl last year, so they got to play in Boston. That was nice. Yeah. But like, are you going to continue to? Etch out six and six seasons where you're playing in something called the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, and that's kind of where you live, or you want to go and, and latch on to Jordan Love as an up and coming NFL quarterback. I can't blame him for for taking that side of things. Imagine how much easier your defensive coordinating role gets too if Love is successful and that offense is great. Life's good. Life's very good. I don't blame him. I don't either. And it's not. It's not part of the bag of. Oh, college coaches are going to the NFL. No, I think the situation is different for everybody. It could be that for some coaches. It might not be for others. The source that Pete Thamel of ESPN had said, oh, it was definitely that, but I, I think there's plenty of reasons to go to the NFL no, if you're it, a Boston College it, head coach. Come on. Right, yeah. and in his case, like, okay, if you're coaching Boston College and you're dealing with NIL and all these things, maybe Boston College isn't so hip to that because nope. – they're they know that they're you know sixth or seventh ranked in their conference in it anyway, and so it's just like a hard thing to devote resources to. That's what I love about Missouri because Missouri has clearly, uh, especially on the football side, and we think on the basketball side as well, based on the recruiting class that Dennis has compiled for next year, they're living in the the now. They're living in the modern age of NIL, and they're willing to play ball with some of the the, the biggest and baddest money spenders across college athletics. And so, if you're a Missouri fan. That's the difference to me of where Missouri can go in its two main revenue generating sports versus some of those other programs that maybe they're not necessarily so forward thinking on these issues. And if you're a head coach that you go, hey, I know you need this to to succeed in the modern age, but my administration isn't offering that. What do you, I mean, what are you going to do? You, you take that NFL job because it's a good job. D- defensive coordinator is not tight ends coach. It's you know it's a good job so I I can't I can't fault him for that even though technically you go from head coach to coordinator I think you, you you're in the bigs now you're in the pros eight seven five KTGR to join us here on the show all right we'll get to some more uh, Mizzou hoops talk uh, what what could happen as they now turn the page to the game against Vanderbilt did want to get to this uh, Chris mentioned it in the live local sports center just in the last hour or so some Mizzou basketball news one of their assistant coaches. Uh, David Dickey Nutt 
uh, is apparently stepping away from the program. Recent cancer diagnosis uh, for him, uh, unfortunately. And so uh, that'll be uh, him stepping away, trying to fight that. I just want to read the full statement from him that he posted uh, just last hour. Quote, after a recent checkup, I was diagnosed with cancer and will begin chemotherapy treatment in Columbia early next week. I have a great team of family, friends, colleagues, student athletes, and doctors surrounding me. And since it is believed to be found very early, we are optimistic that I will have a full recovery. I want to encourage everyone to get regular screenings for early detection and to get educated on potential risks and warning signs. I look forward to returning to Mizzou basketball and will be cheering the team on and scouting opponents until then, M-I-Z, end quote. So that's from Dickie Nuts. Unfortunate man, I just cancer sucks. Um, but I I know he's going to be fighting this hard and oh, fighting it well. Sure. And a great yeah. team, and so and again, early detection very important. So um, right, that's great to hear too. I mean, yeah. you don't always it doesn't always go that way. Right, uh, you don't always hear that way when you when you have that sort of diagnosis. So uh, good to hear that element of it, and and hopefully that's just a, a sign that you know what he'll he'll get through that and and get through that treatment and be back on the. Back on the bench soon with the rest of the coaches. He does a great job uh, on on Dennis Gates' staff. Yeah, and it looks like from his statement that he'll still have some ability to help, still be able to scout some opponents, so that'll be nice. Uh, but for now, uh, the Tigers will have they have Cy Young and Kyle Smith Peters as the the two main uh, full time assistants. Uh, on the staff, I've got several uh, support staff as well, so we'll see how they uh, supplement all of that. But Mizzou, uh, for now. Losing an assistant coach, uh, Dickie Nutt, as um, he fights cancer and will hopefully be back very soon. But now to uh, to this game that's coming up on Saturday for Mizzou Hoops. And who's going to get their first conference win? It's either Mizzou or Vanderbilt. It's come to this somehow, but that's what either team is scraping for. Is it really going to happen this weekend? Well, what's uh, what's what's old Ken Palm say about it? Does he have Ken a take? Palm Does projects take? Mizzou to win by two points? Oh boy! Actually, no, that's changed. Ken Palm Uh-oh. projects Mizzou to win by one point. Oh boy! Give so it a fifty-seven talking... percent chance of victory for Mizzou. So, so that's a coin flip. Yep. That's coin flip territory to yep. be sure. Oh boy. By the way, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know anymore. What am I supposed just, to say? At here's this the point? thing: you say that as okay, Mizzou, great chance to get your first conference victory. It's got to be now. Guess who else is saying that? Vanderbilt, great chance to get our first conference victory. It's got to be now. They're at home too. They're at home, right? So, I you can't say any of that. Like, oh, it, this is the time when it definitely happens because both teams are saying that, and one of them has to be wrong. So, I, I'm not Here's saying who thing. you got right now, but it's just no, this is sort I, of the I, all eggs in one basket, right? Need, maybe this is the point at which I just need to go full heel and be like, they're going to lose by 30 to Vanderbilt, and I'll t- I'll fall on the sword, man. If I if that's what it takes for is that, to right? Win. You're going to I've been like blast I've been. I've been trying to be positive every game going into it. I say, you know what? This is the day. They're going to get this one. Maybe tomorrow we do our uh, who you got tomorrow. I'll just I'll just have an epic rant about just it would probably be regrettable, but but maybe it gets them a win. Okay. I won't have to believe a word of it to get it to work. No. I don't know, man. Like Vanderbilt's pretty bad. I mean, if you look at the Ken Palm comparisons, they they were what in the lower 
They're they're pushing two hundred. One ninety three. Oh, it's alarming. Mizzou's down to one sixteen after last night. They dropped seven spots. Is that still the Jerry Stackhouse regime there at Vanderbilt? It is Jerry Stackhouse. Still yeah, that's in not going to last much longer. So I think they I think they got suckered in a little bit to him kind of bringing it back toward what was that last year when he kind of brought it brought it back a little bit from where they had been started slow maybe they they had a little bit of a run where they beat some teams you didn't think yeah. they'd beat I think he was on the hot seat last year and they sort of said ah one more year what could it hurt well here's your answer like that's where I I feel Mizzou is not in that situation Mizzou is not in that spot of Obviously not, because this is only year two for Dennis Gates. But with, with Stackhouse, I feel like they really overextended and said, ah, one more year, let's see if he if, if he can build upon some of the, the isolated successes that we had last year. And it's just, that's just a barren landscape for Vandy right now. Yeah, they're in the same kind of tailspin that Mizzou is in. 0-7 in conference. They've lost each of their last five games by double digits. Oh, my gosh. Beat this team, Dennis. They lost last night at Auburn, 81-54. Oh, my gosh. They were they were 13-point underdogs, and they lost by, like, 30. 27. 27. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's – Mizzou would be their Beat best win team. of the season. Okay, they well, they're it. not beating Mizzou. I'm, forget it. They're that bad. Come on. Mizzou, Mizzou cannot put it together. They have a consistency problem. But Mizzou is not Vanderbilt bad. I refuse to believe it. Does not, it matter? No. Functionally, does it matter at this point if they are? No. Because, I again, I don't think it changes anything substantial about next year either way. But come on. Beat this team. They're awful, man. Vanderbilt is really bad. Like, beat you have a real team. you have a real possibility of Vanderbilt going winless if... Mizzou well, wins this game. I mean, careful. Whoever loses this game could go winless. But well, no, that's what I'm yes. saying. Like, whoever wins no, but, this game, and it, but you said Vanderbilt could go winless. I'm like, yeah, but the team that doesn't have a win on the other side could also no I, do that again. Unfortunately, I was qualifying it with if they lose <laughs> this game. Okay, if yeah. Mizzou lose this game, could they go winless? Well, here's here's another Ken Palm projection yes. for you. Okay. Yesterday, that there there is a percentage on Ken Palm that says, "What chance do you have of having a oh, winless no. record?" Oh dear! And yesterday, the percentage was, I believe, under one percent for Mizzou. For Missouri, okay. What's it today? Today it is up to two point two. Oh, I would have a feeling that if you lose, if you lose this Vanderbilt game, ninety six. I don't think it gets all the way to like ten percent, but it gets pretty darn close. I bet it would get to. Te- I bet it would get to ten percent. Can I make that? I mean, it's, it won't show ten percent. You can call it ten percent if you want what? to. It won't show it that way because again, they they bake in all the projections, but they leave a might. whole lot of margin for error because it's college basketball yeah, and I weird know. things happen. That's but, the whole nature of projection systems is like to to work toward the happy median and yeah. to not expect an outlier outcome. But like. What happened? Who do they beat if they can't beat this Vanderbilt team? Who do they catch on an off night? Well, I don't even know how to answer that. Their best chance after that would be (laughs) it would be at Arkansas. (laughs) Actually, or or no, their their next game at home against Texas A and M would technically be more likely. But okay, it's about the same. 
Those yeah. are two chances on the horizon, and they host Ole Miss. That would be another possible chance. But. Ooh, actually, that's the one that I would call a win. Ole Miss is kind of fake, and they can't play well on the road. Yeah. So I think Mizzou wins that one. Okay. But this Vanderbilt thing, with the numbers that you're giving me, I can't possibly go into this game. And again, let's like make sure we're on the same page about what this means. If I say, hey, you need to beat Vanderbilt, and you don't, and I complain about it, for certain people on Twitter need to hear this, doesn't mean I'm saying fire Dennis Gates. However, right. and people don't like this because it's like a buzzword, Andy. Kim Anderson's name is a buzzword. But if he goes 2-16 and 16 or 3-15 and 15 and you go 1-17, and 17, you can argue semantics with me all day long, and I'll probably even agree with you. Well, this team's actually better than even Kim Anderson's best team because SEC is stronger. The, the, the metrics will tell you, okay, I'll totally buy that. One and seventeen would be one and seventeen. Zero and eighteen would be zero and eighteen. It's semantics to pretend otherwise. So, go beat Vanderbilt, please, because it. I, I get that the future could still be bright, but I'd like to win a game this year. Is that is that all right to ask, or does that well, make yeah, you a bad fine? Fan? No, it that makes it no. That's your chicken little if you want to win a, in a basketball game this year. This is no. coming from a certain place. Name some names. Come on. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, come on. I'm not, I'm not going to do that because I actually feel like some, Twitter is the worst place. It's the, it's the lowest of the low. And so you have these kind of conversations, shrapnels flying all around. And I don't, I don't think if you were having a, a beer with somebody at the bar, those conversations would go the same way. I think you'd say, hey, we've got more common ground than I thought. Right? But yeah. Twitter, it just doesn't work out there. So that's why I'm not trying to start it. But I do think there's an element of like, hey, we all kind of know what this basketball season is for Missouri, but it's still okay to want to see them win and to be bummed yes. out if they don't. Yeah, especially against a Vanderbilt team that you should beat, right? Yeah, that's all. That is all I am. And if that's if that's so wrong of me, then fine, I I give up. But well, you you have to see some hope soon, <laughs> Come on, fellas. Yeah, if you're losing to this Vanderbilt team, even though you're on the road, it is not a great look because you've had some good road showings. So far this year, not all of them have been wins, but you've played pretty well, especially on defense, you know, traveling your team and getting them uh, ready to go defensively. And if you do that, I think you have a good chance. But if you don't, yeah, you look up and down the rest of this schedule and it is it's pretty bleak. I don't have a whole lot of. I can't circle a game and say, yeah, they're definitely going to win this. Not even that Ole Miss game that you were talking about. No, because I, I I, Ken even... Palm will probably have him as a loss for that. But I'm just saying I'm lower I on do, Ole Miss yeah. than I think the projection system probably is. Sure. That's why I, that's fine. That's why yeah. I came out with that answer. 875-KTGR, give us your thoughts here on Zoom and Tube. Steve here on the KTGR hotline now. Steve, what's up? Oh, yes, I want to talk about Mizzou um, basketball a little bit. Um, I like Coach Gates, and I hope he's here for a long time. But the thing is, really, this year's team could be even worse than Kim Anderson's if they don't win a game because Kim didn't have any Tamara Bates, Sean East, Aiden Shaw's on that team. We've got players that are excellent players, and they're not producing. So if they go old for the conference, that's even worse, I think. Like if they did worse in the conference with players that we, that we believe to be better is essentially what you're saying. That's right. I, I think uh, he's got more talent yeah. than what Kim right, was right. working with. And, the, and you're probably right about that. Appreciate the call, Steve, here on the Big Show KTGR. Now, the conference is better. Like, the worst team in yes. the SEC, well, maybe not Vanderbilt, but, like, the median team in the SEC. The medium today, is really tough. 
Yeah. It's a stronger team, whoever that is, the seventh best team. Yeah, it's going to be a better team than the seventh best team in 2015 or whatever. Yeah. You know, we're, we're talking about pinpointing some of those years. Like, I don't know. It's a natural thing, I think, to look back and go, oh, this kind of feels like that thing that also sucked. I think that's kind of a natural thing, but it also comes attached to some implications that people would get really afraid of. And so I think that's why you get the pushback on that because they're saying, look, if you're, if you're bringing up those years and that, that team and that coach, I don't think that's what Mizzou basketball is right now. So I'm going to push back on that. And I don't think that's where the program is. I have some belief. I mean, again, you can't argue with a top five recruiting class that Kim Anderson, there, there's never even a, a imagination no to no have hope. something like that. You have a top five recruiting class. They're signed. Dennis Gates has already shown that he can get a basically a, a merry band of misfits, which is not to diminish like the players that they had. But you had a bad team that then you you supplemented it with some nice players from the Horizon League, and suddenly you won twenty five games. Like Dennis Gates did those things. So like there is a, a a level of we've seen it already that never applied to the the era that we're talking about, but. Does it feel like 0-18 if you win with a good team or with a bad team? Yeah, I mean, it still feels kind of crummy. So I think yeah. that's why those comparisons are made. And, like, back to the thing that I that I hate to even continue talking about, but when it's like a social media thing, those are the hard distinctions to parse out, and you can't hear the tone of somebody's voice when they say, hey, I don't think Dennis Cates is Kim Anderson, but doesn't 0-18 suck? I think we can all agree with that as Mizzou fans. But, it does. You know. But again, again context is key, right? Context is key. The program is in a different place. Yes. Definitively, it's in a better place. But when when caller Steve calls in and says, hey, Kim Anderson didn't have the types of talents that Dennis has right now, he he makes a good, valid point. But also the SEC is a much stronger league than it was then either. And and again, Mizzou has had to beat teams that are higher ranked than them most of the time. Last night was the exception, right? That was the first time that they sh- that they no showed against a bad yeah. team, and that's the result. But they showed up against a lot of these teams that were you know thought to be better than them, right? And I mean, it's not to say they couldn't beat them; they obviously could have. But it's it's still a tall task. It's still the nature of what the SEC is and what uh, and how far a whole lot of these programs have come, including Mizzou, and. Oh, it, they fell short, and it's for just the exact same reason every single time. And I think that's part of the frustrating part is that they've, yeah, up until last night, they lost in a much different way last night. But up until then, they had lost in pretty much the exact same way, and they could but, not lose differently. But when the basketball is ugly, and believe me, it was ugly last night. It was ugly against Texas A&M. It's been ugly for for good portions of even all these losses where they, they kept it close, they still have a, a six or eight or ten minute span every night where they score one field goal. Like that, those happen every game for this team. So it's it's uh, it's not a watchable product. It's hard to watch. And at the end of the day, if I have to go to, and maybe this is just me speaking, but if I have to go to Ken Palm and say, oh, this, see, this isn't as bad as whatever other year sucked really bad because Ken Palm said it's not. Even though the record says we are one in seventeen, like that's still that's still one in seventeen, and we didn't have very much fun this year watching Mizzou basketball. No, everybody wants to have more fun watching Mizzou basketball. So while those distinctions exist, and I'll acknowledge them, and they're right, and the program is in a better place, you still might go one in seventeen this year, or something to that effect, which is not that fun.
Give us your Mizzou basketball thoughts, 875-KTGR. What do you think now about this game coming up against Vanderbilt now that the Tigers still don't have a conference win after last night? All right, up next, we'll get you ready for your Super Bowl party. Brendan, Chris, and I will all draft Super Bowl foods and try to put together the best menu in our big show, Super Bowl Party Menu Draft. That's next here on The Big Show. You're listening to The Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Oh, boy, you know what time it is. It's time to draft. I haven't done a draft in a while. I'm, like, I'm ready for this one, too. I think we're going to do some drafts. We're going to make this a more prominent feature on Thursdays yeah. uh, for, for, for the foreseeable future is going to be the game plan. But uh makes a lot of sense to start off with this, Andy. As you said, you might have to go to the store, you know, maybe as early as uh, maybe not this weekend, depending on frozen. I mean, maybe. Game, you never know. You got a game plan got for a game these plan. sorts of yes. things when you're hosting a Super Bowl get-together. So uh, I like it. I'm excited. How do we decide the order? What's the play here? Is it anything goes on on these these food items? Or uh, set the ground rules because you and I have been known at times to perhaps not be on the same page when it comes to rules during drafts. Oh, boy. I, people have mentioned to me. Don't get me so. started. Um, all right. Hey, so next week uh, is the Super Bowl. So uh, yeah, be, Super Bowl has been you know a be real a coup then. de gras for you. <laughs> it's been your Super Bowl when it comes to getting under so my skin. But yeah. uh, but hey, uh, we decided I think before this that we're not including beverages. We're just you know we're doing foods. I yeah. think for this. Uh, all right. Four items per person. Okay. Is what we also decided on. I like it. And I mean, are we putting any limitations on what kind of food? I don't know if we I don't are. Think so I, if, it's, if it counts as like a dish or a food item, I think it yeah, plays. I mean, you know, it's, if it if it's one thing, you can't say. I guess like, we could the, judge as we go on that. Okay, if we have some sort of like like questionable oh, yeah. one. Or something. I always like a good argument over whether something should count oh, or not. Boy, so let's yeah. get, <laughs> let's get into it. Okay. Well, there's also the question of, okay, how do we decide who picks first, second, and third? And I know you always make fun of my method (laughs) of how I do this. A a random order generator is, I promise to play nice today. I'll let let the the random order generator decide. So putting Uh, snake draft, though, for this. Snake draft, yes. Picks of the week. We will snake this one. Yeah, Yeah. so uh, alphabetical order by our first names. Andy, one. Brendan, two. Chris, three. Put that into the random number generator. I'm going to get the sequence now. All right. The sequence is Brendan goes first, Oh, followed by me, followed by Chris. Okay. Well, I think there's a 1-1 in this draft, and it's unfortunate that this is a snake, so my next pick is going to be way into the future. Yeah. But I don't think there's any question. It's chicken wings, right? It's wings. That's got to be the one. All right. So, would you like me to put chicken wings? Is that your uh, your official designation th- for whatever? I, I, I'm gonna say wings. You say wings, people know what you're talking wings? about. Wings. All right. Wings. Wings. So no, like uh, you're just claiming all wings, boneless, bone in, everything. Yeah, wings. All right. I don't need that. We're I not going to have that argument today. Okay. All right. That's fine. <laughs> whatever wings means to people, that's what that's it is. what you're you guys getting. Know what it is exactly. And no, I'm. I think that's fair. Totally and it's fun. not like the Thanksgiving draft where do I have to say ranch dressing or blue cheese? No, you get you get your dippings, you get your your sauce. It's wings, right? It's, we okay. know what wings are. All right. Well, I guess this is maybe where we get into some gray area. 
<laughs> okay, the second pick of the draft. On one, gray two area. is gray area. Uh-huh. I love it. Well, my first, actually, no, I'm not going to take it yet. I'm actually going to, I'm going to go nachos as my first pick. I was going to okay. save that for later. All right, nachos is my first uh, pick of the draft. And again, whatever nachos mean to you. Uh, just, nacho yeah. bar. Would nacho you go bar. Nacho bar. Nachos mean to you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you win the Twitter poll. Wouldn't you say nacho bar? Like, kind of, you know what I mean? Doesn't it kind of feel like, oh, I make my own. I get to, I get some. All right, fine. I'll put nacho. I don't bar. know. Yeah. yeah. Nacho bar. Not, Chris, do you disagree? I'm not trying to tank his draft. I thought it would be helpful. There's gonna be what some people think? scrolling, being like, "What the hell is a nacho bar?" Okay, fine. Some nachos. Maybe that's too much. Maybe see, that's why we're we we we're talking through this. All right, we're yeah. we're trying nachos. to think of the branding of this thing. <laughs> Go back to nachos. <laughs> right. you it's, it. it's, it's gonna say nachos. All right, nachos okay. is there. Chris, your first pick. Uh, mescaline. Wait, you said food only. Um, <laughs> what is happening? I don't even know what that was. I'm is not even going to acknowledge it. Uh, yeah, it? sure. Yeah, but, uh, okay. Is. Beverages are out of this. We're not, uh, we're not doing that. that pizza. There know. we go. Pizza. Pizza's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good I'm one. we pizza, baby. Yeah, all right. Uh, I would have taken that over nachos personally, but. Yeah. All right. So, Chris, you, you wrap around pick. Start off round I just round Googled what that two. is, Chris. You can't be talking about that on the radio. Uh, let's go <laughs> buffalo chicken dip. Dang it. All right. Oh! Buffalo chicken dip. Got there's em. other dips, Andy. There's I know there are other dips, the but there's not many better than a buffalo chicken no, dip when you're not. watching football. That's, that's that a would be good, the top one. Yeah, I got to say, that's a really good pick from Chris. That's well yep. done. I thought I could wait to take that until the second round, but... That's right, sucker. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's on me. So, good job, Chris. All right, my second pick. Now I got to figure out what I want to do here. Please don't take mine. Okay. Whatever that means to you. Well, I mean, wish I could read your mind on that. Doing yeah, our uh, big show party or Super Bowl party menu draft. Kind of a long name. It's all right. I think we're workshopping the name. We'll shorten it. <laughs> we'll shorten it in post. We'll fix we're it in all, post. We already have a hashtag, I guess. So I guess that's what it is. I don't know. But we, okay. can, we can also talk about that before <laughs> I send the tweets. Um, loaded fries is my second okay. pick. Again, that, like that's a hard thing to like make, though. Maybe not. But if you have, well, I'm not, I'm not bar, factoring that in. I'm just saying this is what no, I've got at my party. Loaded fries. I get it. So here's my thing. Branding wise, just I'm setting the scene. We're all invited to Andy's. He's got nacho chips out. He's got crispy French fries that have been cooked to perfection, and he's got toppings. Now you've basically got a combo French fry nacho bar, and you can do whatever you want with it. But it's dual purpose. I don't know how you brand that for a tweet, but I'm already happy to be going to your Super Bowl party is what I'm saying. Okay. I, I, I don't know if it's going to play as well to the voters. But yeah, I, like I, I, I don't know. But I'm just, I'm kind of picking from my heart here. <laughs> That's the way it's got to be. Yeah, you know. All right. So I realize that I have two picks in a row now. Yeah. And I'm easily going to be happy with my first pick. But I'm going to talk around it for a minute just so, just so. I give myself a little more time to think about the second one. That's the way you do it. The biz. I'm, I'm going to have potato skins at my party. You get you get a nice cheesy bacon sour cream potato skins is loaded potato skins. I think is a fair is a fair. I'm not like cheating to tell you I want them loaded. Right? That's fine. That, yeah. Okay. I put loaded fries on mine. It's essentially a different loaded potato. So I mean, you, you can go loaded fries on potato skins. And I don't even know the way you would phrase this, but I'm thinking meatballs. I don't know. If, you know what I'm talking about? In like a crock sure. pot, you do, yeah. you do the sauce. You, no, you I let get it. it simmer. I, I catch you. Yeah. 
Chris, if I just said meatballs, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm talking like I know the, what you're the talking about. Yeah. I don't need to add any words to that. The, the, the populace will understand. I think, I think people understand. I am really excited for my party as of right now. I got three really good appetizer types of yeah. situations brewing. Um, so I, I like where I'm at after three rounds. But now it extends to you, Andy, to continue right. round three. With my third pick, I'm going to go with sliders. That's a good one. Sliders. Chris is mad. I'm going to say some cheeseburger. I get you back. All right, very good. I'm going to say cheeseburger sliders for my for my third pick in the draft. It's good. You know, get get a little more. I didn't. I realized that I didn't really have a great uh, meat option in there. I went with nachos and loaded fries. There's a lot of I've gone a little heavy on the meat right now. Yeah. So uh, cheeseburger sliders kind of evens that out. All right, Chris, you're you're finishing out your uh, your roster That's here. That's right, I am. Your menu is dessert, is dessert on the table, or is that just a decision? Where I guess it can be. I guess that's up to okay. you. Yeah, yeah. Chris, two picks. Hmm. Let me Ooh, think. There's a good one. You have there's pizza and buffalo chicken dip already. This is a very strong start. Jalapeno poppers, brother. That was Ooh. the one I was just gonna say is a great sleeper pick. Oh, Chris is going to his party. Oh, man. Forget my menu. Man. (laughs) It's a good pick. All right. One more, Chris. Chips, salsa, chili con queso. Give me that trio together. That's it. That's my last one. Okay. Are we allowing that, Brendan? I don't know. Uh, This is maybe where I throw a challenge flag here. It's either that or I say tortilla chips. Just tortilla chips? That's it? It's either one or the other. How about this? How do we do this? uh, You can allow one dip with this, I think. Okay. You can say not salsa or queso. queso. You can have the chips. That's fine. We're assuming that you can have the chips. Okay. But it's either the queso or the salsa. I honestly think I'm only pushing back at all on him getting all of them because if I don't, his team's going to run away with it. So I want to be... Chips and queso it is. There we go. Chips Chips and queso. queso All right. So I'm going to... But now, chips. does that afford me the chance to do chips and salsa, or are we? Are we? I don't see why not. I mean, sure, yeah, it does. Ooh, okay. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. You're thinking? Ooh, okay, all right. Oh, but you. Uh, I'm next. Turn, right? yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, your turn up. yet. Okay. I, hey, I'm hold on, there, partner. Slow down. All right. I'm, I'm waiting for the Brock Purdy of this draft. Okay. The Mr. Irrelevant that actually people think is that actually could be pretty good. Yeah. But really, it's not quite an MVP, but it's still pretty good, and it'll make your make your Super Bowl better. Yeah. Interesting. Jalapeno poppers was a great pick. Okay. I'm going to say, all right. I don't know if this is going to play to the public as much. Uh Uh-oh. He's going off board. What I will... uh, I have to have some sort of dip here, I think. Now, now chips are assumed with the dip, right? I would have to think. Yeah, it is. when When producer Chris... Ordered his buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, that comes with chips, right? Yes, so, it does. Yeah, so it, okay. Yeah, I mean you've got that already. He's got a very but you can dip several on. other things into buffalo chicken dip as well. So that's why it's, it's very versatile, but and that's why it, I only in, put in the way that. that. You're framing. Are you framing it as chili con queso and buffalo chicken dip? Or are you going tortilla chips? Chips with? plus like how, queso. Is that fair? Or do you want do you want chili con queso as the designation on this, producer Chris? No, chili con I, queso. Fine, do it. Yeah, that'll be it. Okay, all right. That's it. I'm just curious because for me, like, y'all have some some dippy kind of stuff going on. Maybe I need a dip so that I can allow chips to exist at my party, I'm thinking. Yeah, that's kind of it. And the thing is, I already have nachos, so now I'm double thinking and saying, well, is that really going to 
Yeah, you're already kind of chippy. The chips are assumed at your party. Yeah. But that's oh, why I say, boy. do we assume? Do we assume chips for everybody? Is that kind of how we're? Playing? I think so. I think we assume that if you have a dip out there, that you've yeah. got something to dip it with. But how do you put that into a tweet? <laughs> I don't know. Which is why I agree I with this. the ruling. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Right, oh well, man, we're um, maybe overthinking this. <laughs> and I've and I've completely blown past my time with this pick. I I'm just trying to delay to make sure I know no, what I want to okay. do here. There's only one thing that I don't want you to take, but if you do it, I'm going a total different direction with my pick. So oh, I'm comfy either way. Oh boy. It's, all right. I'll, I'll even tell you, it's a dessert or not a dessert. So no matter what, I'm covered. Okay. All right. My final pick: taquitos. Oh. Ooh. Okay. It's not a bad play. Okay. I see you, player. I don't know if Andy's winning the draft, but I can see where he's coming from with some of these. Yeah. All right. I got taquitos as my final pick. All right, since nobody else went dessert, I don't feel like... Like, here's the thing. I could go dessert, and every voter goes, oh, my gosh, absolutely. I'm picking Brendan. Or, oh, he tried to get cute, and he went dessert. So I'm going to not differentiate myself, but I think finishing my roster with spinach artichoke dip is a win. Ooh, okay. And it, and it, and it puts me in the tortilla chip business. Um, I think I'm good with spin dip. That's where we're going we're gonna to finish it up with that. Spinach artichoke dip. Is uh, the final final pick of the draft a very strong yeah. list relevant, relevant, relevant? I'd have to say on that. So do we just do you put in there tortilla chips assumed? You, just like three yeah. words on the tweet. Well, maybe that's the way you do it. I mean, I guess, but if you see buffalo chicken dip on there, people are not going to assume that you don't have chips with it. Is that fair? Right. Like I, I think it's. I don't fair, know if I have if you, to put anything there to designate. No, especially if you because with Chris, if you say chips and queso. That would maybe confuse. If you don't ever say chips for anybody's and you just let them exist as they are, you put chili con queso for Chris, you put spinach artichoke dip for Brendan, you put buffalo chicken dip for Chris. I think people are going to know that you're not just scooping it out got, with your hands. Right, yeah, I think so too. <laughs> it's a dip. You have to have a receptacle. I think we're on board. Yeah. I think we're on the same page. I think we're all right. So those are our those are our teams. We're about to post them at uh, KTGR Big Show on on Twitter slash X and uh, go and vote Don't there as well. X. Don't say X. You I said say Twitter. Twitter. I, I know. Led with like, Twitter. Let's bury Elon Musk once and for all. We, we don't even need I mean, to I'm give him the satisfaction. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I have never said you. You see these articles too, where it's like a news organization, so they have to be on the up and up, and it'll say formerly X and I or formerly Twitter, formerly Twitter, now known yeah. as X, and I'm just like stop. Yeah, it is Twitter. I know you're I mean, trying, but please stop. <laughs> <laughs> These will I be posted on Twitter in mere moments. That's right. After this live local sports center, then we'll talk next. Uh, format changing for an SEC conference tournament in the future with the whole expansion with Oklahoma and Texas coming in. What's it going to look like for baseball next year? We'll discuss that and uh, what it could mean next year on the Big Show. You're listening to the Big Show podcast on KTGR.com. All right, it's live now. You can go on Twitter and vote in our Big Show Super Bowl party menu draft. 875-KTGR if you want to call or text us here, but go to at KTGR Big Show on Twitter and vote in that poll. Who has the best team, Brendan, Chris, or myself, after we uh, drafted just uh, last segment. So go and check that out at uh, KTGR Big Show on Twitter. All right, uh, 
That'll close uh, by this time tomorrow, just one day. So go ahead and vote okay. now, and uh, we'll Keep see. Keep it a nice, simple 24 yeah. hours. I like yeah. it. So uh, once the Super Bowl. people to vote for me. Yeah, me too. I'll, I'll eventually get <laughs> Sameless there. Sameless promotion. Honestly, I really like Chris's team. If we're being objective about it, yeah, Chris my team. really well. His team is really stacked, especially for people who like multiple dips. Like, you just slather up the plate. Maybe you grab a little bowl. I did get you two got, dips, like, a little bowl for, for chips, which isn't wow. bad, Chris. What you lack is for the for the carnivores, the meat eaters. Now, pizza can go in any direction. You oh, might yeah. have some good meats on that pizza. But I do wonder if that maybe holds you back a little bit. But jalapeno poppers is a great, great third round is a pick. Great you pick. can stuff those but, suckers. And and maybe did I go overboard on the uh, on the meats by having wings and meatballs? But I got a load of potato skins, which I think is a is a crowd favorite. I hope it is. It is for me. And spinach artichoke dip. So I feel like mine's pretty good. Chris may win. Chris may win. But I like I I, I showed well. I did the best I could. So we'll see who uh, comes out on top in that uh, around this time uh, tomorrow. So tune in for that here on the Big Show. All right, uh, this was interesting. So the SEC came out today and came out with their plan for the baseball tournament next year. Of course, Oklahoma and Texas coming in, making it a 16-team league. So what are all these different sports going to do with their postseasons now with the expansion? And baseball uh, came out with their plan. They're going to let everybody in. It's going to be a 16-team bracket next year. We made it to Hoover! Let's go! Hooray! <laughs> That's why I don't like that. Well, that's nice, I guess, but... So everybody's everybody's like in it. it. Now, you still have buys. The top four okay. still get a double buy. Five yeah. through eight get, you know, one round off. And then nine through 16 plays each other for the opening round. They face five through eight. Winners face one through four and so on. Okay, so, so all the more reason for us to build the Mizzou Dome... So that now you're going to Hoover for additional yeah. days, I assume. Like it's going to be well, more no, games, no, it's actually more rain delays. <laughs> it'll actually make it easier because beforehand okay. the double elimination made that a whole lot more difficult, and you had oh, a bunch of different single elimination. Single elimination. Okay. Yes, I forgot to mention that. So, sorry, earlier. That is but a big yes, part. single no, like elimination uh, bracket there. So now you actually have a little more time, maybe to move some of these games. It's still going to be a mess because, again, they need to yep. play this thing indoors and yep. uh, just do common sense that way. What do we call that dome that we're going to build with uh, the lottery uh, wings? I don't, know. I, like I don't the, think we had it. Maybe we did have a name. I can't remember. The Eb- Schnooks Dome. Ebb and Flow Arena. Well, no, we're not going to get sponsored unless we're getting paid. Yeah, we just we to call it, it like the High V Dome. That's what we would call it. Come on. The High V Dome. True. I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking the Mizzou Thunderdome, though. Oh, uh, yeah. That's kind of where I'm leaning. Like, I want to give it, like, a cool name, and then we can tack the sponsor on the front of it, obviously. Yeah. Which will ha- allow us to recoup some of our, you know, some of our investment yeah. by getting it sponsored. Because we'll own the building. We'll obviously let them play Probably there. It's so. for them. Yeah. Yeah, it's it for is. the baseball team. It's for the SEC, but, you know, too. Well, so. but it also is going to help recruiting. It's gonna. It's really for Mizzou baseball. Yes. And yeah, for everybody right. yeah. who goes down to Hoover those days every year and has to sit through rain delays yeah it's for those people too. yeah exactly well i mean again that's the it makes it a little bit better for that but it's also a kind of a significant change because again not everybody made it before and now everybody will everybody gets a trophy everybody well, gets it <laughs> <Not> everybody gets <laughs> everybody gets but to, everybody gets to participate though. 
Uh, will this be a talking point, though, for Mizzou baseball? They could say, hey, under the new coach, you know, they... They made the they SEC made tournament now. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> well, no. as long as they make it this year, you know, they, and that's not a guarantee because they're still the same, you know. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. so one so more. You can, it's one more year of how it was. Only 12 teams still for, for this season. Uh, season's starting in two weeks, by the way. And uh, Giddy up. So you can still miss it, technically, if you're part of the bottom two in the SEC. But it begs the question, should this be, like, the norm? Like, I know that most basketball tournaments are like this. Everybody gets in, but not all of them. I believe some of the mid-majors, they don't let everybody in. Um, should that be, like, how it goes, though? Should everybody be allowed to play in a conference tournament, just in general? Are you, like, in favor of that? Mindset. I think it's nice. I, I, I think we've gotten used to the way it's been in the SEC, and we've been bummed to not make it. And we've seen that as a goal in some years of saying, hey, can we get back to this? So, like, that changes the dynamic of that a little bit. But I think it's a nice thing in general, Andy. Like, you know, if a team is going to be that low in the totem pole, are they likely to do much damage when they get there? No. But, it, you know, what was it just a couple of years ago that – one of the teams that almost missed the conference tournament ended up going on to win the national championship. Yeah. That's the strength of the SEC in baseball. Was it Ole Miss? I'm trying to remember. It was which. Ole Miss, yes. And so, like, you know, I, I can remember there was a swing series against Mizzou late in that season where maybe Mizzou beats up on them. Ole Miss might have been out of Hoover, and they yeah. end up winning the championship. So from that perspective, is the quality of baseball at 15 and 16 in the SEC going to be still like a – Right, top, you know, I don't know, 40, 50 program in the country. Very well so in, in some years, Andy. So I don't mind allowing those teams to play to play more games and to see, hey, yeah, your season didn't go the way you wanted, but go prove it on the field. Like, you still get a chance against those high-caliber opponents to make something of your season. So I think I've, I'm cool with it, it's especially specific to SEC baseball. I'm well, cool yes, I think that's probably the answer. Everybody has different, um, I, I guess, propensity to have everybody be in it or have only a few teams in it it makes a lot of sense for sec baseball to have everybody in it because everywhere do i want it everywhere yeah i think so too right like worst team in the sec has a great chance to make a run and i don't care if you went eight and 22 in the MEAC or whatever maybe you go on a three-day run and that's history i'm all for those kinds of stories so yeah try to find a way to put everybody in i'm cool with it Well, that'll be the case in 2025 for SEC baseball once Oklahoma and Texas enter in. 16-team conference tournament in Hoover, single elimination. So you know that Mizzou will be in that one. Will they be in it this year? Well, two weeks away from the season starting. We'll find out. Thanks for joining us. We're back tomorrow from 4 to 6. NBA coverage coming up next. He's Brendan. He's producer Chris. I'm Andy. We're done for now.